I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Poltergals. Spooky. <laughs> Three, two, one. Ghost. Get it? Go. <laughs> I love how we just had this conversation <laughs> two seconds ago. Shh. They don't need to know that. Well, post production. Don't worry. <laughs> the more, the more you know, the better. The no, the less you know, the better, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hi, I'm Debbie, and I'm Allison, and we're the Poulter Gals. All righty, and this episode we are going to be talking about the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles, California. Ooh. This mic is in my face. Is it too what? much in your face? But it's okay. Okay. We can do it. I'll survive. Survival of the fittest. Unfortunately, I'm like the girl at Cecil Hotel. Ooh. Spoils. So, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, the hotel opened on December 20th of 20, 1924. Is a budget hotel. Ooh, we love us a we love us a babe on a budget. Is that what we do? Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. And let's see. The hotel has fourteen floors and seven hundred guest rooms. It was built in twenty four by three hotelers, William, Charles, and Robert. Ooh. It's a destination for business travelers and travelers and tourists. And the hotel cost about $1.5 million. That was a lot of money back in the day, especially for a budget hotel. What was that? What, what was like the equivalent for Winchester? I don't know. Winchester was, was like. Winchester was a lot more than that. And the three hotelers invested $2.5 million. Oh, okay. So, so, you know, that's a good chunk of money back in the yeah. day. That's a pretty good amount, yeah. um, especially with the stock market about to crash. <laughs> Is it, though? 1924. Oh. Yep. I don't remember my history. <laughs> That's why we learn every episode. <gasps> Take a look. Are we supposed to be learning? In a book. Reading Rainbow. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> within five years of its opening, the U.S. sank into a Great Depression. Wow. Oh, that was the next point on the thing. Whoa. Who knew? I can tell the future. Oh, wait. It's almost like we're from the future. Are we? <laughs> yeah. We're in 100 years. Think about it. It's, it's right now. It's 2022. This happened almost 100 years ago. I forgot history. <laughs> Apparently, Texas schooling did me no good. <laughs> <laughs> and we talk about it in every episode. Every episode. And that's why we're learning. So we're here to teach you guys Thanks. while we learn ourselves. We're getting learnt today. Learnt. We're getting learnt and turt. <laughs> the only difference is we're not opening books nowadays. It's we're true. Now we just have iPads. iPads. Unfortunately. So the although the hotel flourished as a fashionable destination throughout the 40s, decades beyond, the hotel declined. Dang. As nearby area known as Skid Row became increasingly popular. Yeah. Skid Row. That's a scary name. Yeah, well, that's where, like, a bunch of, love, like, transients and, like, homeless people. It's kind of known for, like, um, kind of, like, becoming, like, the slums. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Along those lines, 
10,000 homeless people lived in the four-mile radius. Yeah, I can understand why. uh, The next sentence. Yeah, you know, there we go. (laughs) Whoops. And in 2007, a portion of the hotel was refurbished after new owners took control. Wow, that's cool. I mean, I guess. But it 2007? It took like another 50 years for it to get refurbished. Yeah. Nice. That's horrible. I mean, horrible, but also understandable. Is it? <laughs> Maybe. <'Cause> reconstruction. <laughs> yeah. Ghosties. True. Mm, you know what we Re- say about ghosts just coming out and people try to change things. Exactly. Is it a good thing? We'll find out. No spoils. <laughs> so sad. And okay, so in 2011, the Cecil was rebranded as Stay on Main with separate reception areas during the day, but shared facilities with the official website. And in 2014, the hotel was sold to a New York City hoteler for 30 million. Woof. So, so from 2.5 million back in 1924 to 30 million in 2014. So, wow. If that's you want an accurate of how much something costs, there you go. There we go. There you go. In 2016, Matt Barron, pre- president of Simon... What the? President of Simon Barron said he was committed to the preservations of... Architecturally yeah. or historically significant. Yeah. There's our word, architecturally. Why do I put big words in here and I do the research? Why? You know what? It's it, just it, all for learning. What have we learned today? We learned that we're here to learn. Wow. And we've also learned that we're just going through an endless ghost loop. We're in a ghost loop. So. And for those of you who are watching us on YouTube or on KWTX, you can see the ghost loop. Um, but if you're listening to the podcast, you don't know what the ghost loop is. Ooh, maybe I'll post it on our Instagram so people that. Imagine like all the time warps that every like movie tries to use imagine ghosts going inside a ghost going inside a ghost going inside a ghost ghost would it not be coming out though wait what are we going out of no we're going in but the ghosties are going out so are the ghosties going in or are we going out or maybe the ghosties are going out and we're going in we'll never know we'll never know that's up for you guys (laughs) to decide we're just living in this world it's y'all's world we're just living in it <laughs> in 2017, the Los Angeles City Council voted to deem the Cecil as a historic cultural monument because of its representation of the early 20th century American hotel. Wow. That's a lot. And because of its historical significance. Here we go. And then in 2021 of December 13th, the Cecil Hotel opened as an affordable housing complex. Yay, we love affordable housing. So, yeah. Yay. Okay, cool. Commercial break. Whoop. And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. <laughs> and now we're back. <laughs> and by the way, that same hotel <laughs> accommodated 600 low-income families. Yeah. In case I didn't say it before the break, because I probably forgot. It's okay. You can just edit that in and then, then do the break. Just <laughs> just say it and then clip it in and then say, not commercial break. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Well, now we're back from our commercial break. Um, the hotel was actually the inspiration behind the American Horror Story Hotel um, season due to all the horrors that are said to go on. Um, so that season is very iconic for those who are American Horror Story fans. Um, did you see the season? seen any of them no okay but my favorite season is coven obviously because of witches um and it's in louisiana and i love louisiana um have we already covered like any louisiana stuff 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 no but i know that we do have a new orleans episode Ooh, good so. i went on the ghost tour in new orleans i got some pictures i got some fun stuff Ooh. so um maybe that's gonna be a future episode is it spoils all right. So back in the 1930s alone, the Cecil Hotel was home to at least six reported suicides. Um, a few of the residents ingested poison um, while others were shot. Um, some slit their own throats and some even jumped out of their bedroom windows. Um, in 1934, Sergeant Louis D. Borden slashed his throat with a razor blade and then less than four years later, Roy Thompson of the Marine Corps actually jumped from the top of the Cecil Hotel, it was found laying on hey. the skylight of a neighboring building. Hey. You're welcome for that spoiler. <laughs> she already spoiled it for me. <laughs> and then in September of 1944, 19-year-old Dorothy Jean Prussell awoke in the middle of the night with stomach pains while she was staying at the Cecil with Ben Levine, aged 38. She went to the bathroom so as not to disturb a sleepy Levine and to her complete shock actually gave birth to a baby boy in the bathroom. Gross. She didn't even know that she was pregnant. That's disgusting. It's like that uh, the show that that's like, I didn't know I was pregnant. Have you seen the one where the lady's like, I gave birth in my pants. <laughs> it's like it's like okay so apparently again I don't know if you guys have seen the show or not. So this show that's called I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant. I think that's what it's called. And then this lady like gave birth to a baby in her blue jeans. And so she ended up naming the baby BJ for blue jeans. So like her baby, like she like caught him in her pants and like named the baby after blue jeans because he was born in blue jeans. The more you know. <laughs> that's like what terrifies me. Like what if I'm pregnant right now and I didn't even know? I'd be so upset. I'd be like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> Usually people get nine months to prep for this. I got two minutes and some stomach cramps. <laughs> How do you not know? I, I don't know, man. Why does the female body fail us? I know. It's like. Mm. <laughs> I was trying to look that up, but I couldn't find it. Um, mistakenly thinking um, her newborn was actually dead. Purcell threw her live baby out of the window What's up with people throwing out of people out of windows? This is a reoccurring thing on the show. Um, I'm so sorry. I need to not laugh at dead babies being thrown out of windows. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, it's funnier than what dead baby? Two dead babies. You know, it's funnier than two dead babies. One being thrown out the window. A dumpster full of dead babies. Listen, we're here for dark humor, but at this point, it's getting out of hand. Or should I say, your baby's getting out of hand, thrown out the window. It's horrible. Why are we laughing? Uh, oh, goodness. Why okay. Are we laughing? Unfortunately, she thought her baby was dead and actually 
threw the baby out of the window and onto the roof of the building next door. I feel bad for the building next door. A man jumped out. There's like, oh, there's a dead man on our skylight now. They wake up one day and just see a baby up there. Like, what's the next thing they're going to find up there? I am concerned. Um, I would I would immediately evacuate. I'd be like, I'm like, this is a place Poor of business. Me. Dead bodies on the roof. Um, Imagine that like it cultivate the, like there is a skylight. I know. It's more like a room light. But imagine that over there. That'd be terrifying. Like, just looking up and seeing a dead body <laughs> oh there. Oh, my You're God. Like, oh, no. how you doing? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so she actually went to jail for this. So when they found the baby, they could they had proof that it was alive before she tossed it out of the window. Um, so at her trial, she was actually found not guilty of mother by reason of insanity. And she was then admitted to the hospital for psychiatric treatment. You know, this kind of doesn't surprise me because you could plead insanity at a trial. I mean, and again, she could literally be like, but I didn't know I was pregnant. So they probably already think she's crazy Um, because they're probably like, "Mm, how do you not not know know? you're pregnant? Um, So I'm pretty sure they went with that plea of insanity and were just like, you need mental help. (laughs) Um, Again, not sponsored by BetterHelp. One of these days, we're going to get a better help sponsorship. Um, but yeah. Every, every episode's mental health. I know. Every we talk episode. about this every episode. You God. know, if people just knew what they knew now. And I mean, I'm not saying that all the injustices in the world have been solved now in 2022. But I'm just saying if we would have known back in Yikes. 1944 um, what we know now, things may have been a little different. Um, yeah. She, she uh-oh, SpaghettiO, she prego. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, one of the instances. And then one of the most famous things is the Elisa lamb. Um, it's actually one of the most famous disappearances that happened at the hotel. So on January 31st of 2013, recently, uh, Elsia lamb went missing. Um, and her last known location was a CISO hotel. So on February 19th, Elisa was found in one of the water tanks on the roof of the Cecil. Even though her death has been ruled an accidental drowning with bipolar disorder as a significant factor, no one knows exactly why or how Elisa's body ended up in the water tank. So I've actually looked into this before. Um, So basically the cops have like mapped it out and the way for her to be able to like get up there and actually get in is like unlikely yeah like even if she did have some sort of like bipolar or like schizophrenic episode they still tanks are huge and the tanks are huge so i think she was also found with her clothes on right yeah yeah so she was found with her clothes on and they're like hmm it doesn't make sense that she would have got in there even with her clothes on because why would you even go swim if she was trying to go swimming why why would she why would she do that which Um, is interesting though because i remember when this was happening yeah, and then one of the reasons that the police knew to look in the water tanks was because they were actually getting complaints that the water pressure was low and that the water was turning a grayish color. That's disgusting. And uh, disgusting. Um, so poor, these poor hotel residents, they're just like, hmm, I'm going to take a shower after a long day and be like, huh, this water pressure sucks. What's going on? Ooh, it kind of has a stinky smell to it. There's a body in the water. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and this, this is again, one of the famous cases that they still don't believe, uh, was ruled correctly. They still don't think that it was an accidental drowning. Um, so maybe her spirit still resides. I hope so. 
Um, and then in is it, is it bad for me to I say hope I hope so? I I mean, I want to know the real story. Yeah, maybe maybe we can do like a little seance and like get her to tell us what actually happened. We want to know the truth, 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 truth for Elisa Lamb. Um, but yeah, so that was one of the the one of the most known, and that was again in recent history, so around 2013. Um, and then one of the other one is in 1962. Um, after a fight with her husband, Pauline Otten actually jumped from the window of the seven-story hotel room and landed on a pedestrian below, killing them both. <laughs> do, 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 do. I'm going on a walk today just coming out of the sky <laughs> um, unfortunately they did both pass away in this instance so maybe both of their ghosts now um, you know get to roam the streets I'd be so mad if I was a pedestrian yeah I'd be like you like oh my god <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, one of the other well-known stories. Um, and then in 1964, uh, Pit, uh, Pigeon Goldie, <laughs> Pigeon Goldie Osgood, uh, nicknamed because she frequently fed the pigeons in Pershing Square, um, was actually found raped, beaten, and stabbed in her hotel room. And this case remains unsolved to this day. Um so a lot of people just want, you know, just want justice for her um, and believe that maybe her spirit still goes and feeds the pigeons even to this day. Yeah. I don't want to be Feed a them bird. birdies. I don't want to be a bird. Get fed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jack Unterwerger, Unterwerger, um, an international serial killer, um, actually lived and killed at the CISO hotel. So he actually nice. was a long-term resident at the CISO hotel and would bring his victims in and kill them there. Terrifying. Yuck. Oh. Yeah, and this happened in the early like 90s. I would hate that. So like, again, in more recent history. Um, but yeah, and I mean, eventually he was caught and was arrested. Um, and again, he was an international serial killer. Um, so it's not like this was his only like lurking grounds. He was around the world. Um, so he did this multiple times and had multiple victims over but and over. Why the Cecil Hotel? Well, I think, you know, what do they say? Like the negative energy attracts negative energy. So, I mean, based on all of the history that I've been going through, um, it seems to me that maybe this place is not great. So, you know what they say? Like maybe people that already um not doing great things might come into this area um so yeah and then richard ramirez aka the night stalker um actually tortured raped and murdered residents of los angeles while living at the cecil so that's two killers at the cecil hotel Uh aha um but wait there's one more so elizabeth short also known as Black Dahlia um, was rumored to have been seen at the bar of the Cecil Hotel just days before her murder. So great. You never know. There may be more murderers afoot. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Cecil just kind of like housed negative energy and just perpetuated negative energy um, and just kind of brought in all these terrible people that did terrible things and then just continued on. You okay? I'm so mesmerized <laughs> by this. I'm just like, wow. Wow, ghost, ghost loop. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, and overall, it said that there's been about 80 deaths that has happened at the Cecil Hotel. Um, 80. That's eight zero. 80 deaths. Oh, many. Yeah. Um, and many of their spirits have um, been said to have been seen to this day. Um, and a lot of people try to like trace it back to like who it was, but a lot of them are just like weird occurrences that like couldn't happen anywhere else. Um, and they might not know exactly who it is, like who the pinpoint, who the spirit is, but obviously this place is tragic and obviously it's terrifying. Um, but yeah, so that is more about the spooky things that have happened at the Cecil hotel. Um, and now go watch American Horror Story. Yikes. But yeah, that is everything for this week. Yes, it is. Thank you guys for watching. We appreciate it or listening if for those of you who are audio. Aww. Did we get a thumbs down? We got a thumbs down. We got redo it. Oh no, I'm, I'm scared. I'm crying now. That made me sad. Don't Can't cry. Give it a thumbs down. But anyway, that's everything for Just this be week. Be sure you go follow us on social media. Go follow us at the underscore poltergals and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts or find us at rogue media network.com what is our producer writing he's ryan poulter that's kind of terrifying it's like the red <laughs> rum oh, oh no <laughs> it's red wolf <laughs> oh, oh no so be sure you follow us while we get a very scary message. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Polter Gals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.